0: We are back for another side draft podcast uh we'll try to keep it as short and concise as possible but i'll tell you what we have to go through two races and the announcement of a docuseries
1: man we're gonna have to do the side draft today we're gonna come back with a bump draft tomorrow <laughs> we're gonna do the spin out on thursday
0: and <laughs> overtime on friday the, ra- the race we,
1: the- we went into vacation thinking oh we're fine not much is going to happen. We're, we're going gonna... uh, to... Yeah, okay. it's, it's the middle of summer. We kind of got <laughs> ourselves all set, and then all hell breaks loose. And it's like, we come back, it's like, oh my God, this is going to be a
0: four-hour podcast. Yeah, it, it, well, it, I... I called you after the docu. or I sent you the link to the docu-series crap, and, uh, not crap, but the, <laughs> I saved I I the video, and I was like, oh, man, because I, I was thinking to myself as the week went on, I was like, ah, oh, Pocono was a good race, I don't know if it's any, if it's anything for a podcast, though, and then the news dropped that USA was going to have a, a docu-series, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we, the, we your, talked about this multiple messages, times.
1: Your text message comes up on my watch, it all caps, it's happening, I'm like, and I'm I'm like I'm not thinking anything NASCAR cuz this is like kind on of a Thursday. <laughs> I'm thinking, what, "Oh my what? god, what's going on at work?"
0: <laughs> wow, I I I was I was so I I looked at it and I think I saw a, I saw a race for the championship and it was like a 2 minute video. I was like, "No way." So I clicked it and I watched like 20 seconds of it and I immediately didn't, I didn't finish the video. I, t- I copied the link and I sent it to you. And I was, I was like, Bree, come here, come here. So I sat down and my, my wife and I watched it. And it is everything. It seems to be everything that we want in a docu-series. Which is great because the Austin Dillon thing that they keep promoting is ridiculous and it's a joke. And it's it's, t- it's not going to... To me, this thing is that everybody... And on Twitter, I, there are some negative comments. Like, they should come up with a better name. Or, it's not going to be Drive to Survive. Or whatever, but that that's you don't want it to be drive to survive it's not going to beat drive to survive again drive to survive f1 is a global sport nascar is not global nascar it fits a niche right. f1 is everything it's growing its fan base it's great now drive,
1: drive to survive is the concept now yes. how can we nascar a
0: fight yes people in france are not going to watch this i don't think and be like you know what i'm going to become a nascar fan that's not i don't think that's the point it's this is what it's like to be a NASCAR driver. You're going to learn about some of the drivers off the track, but you're going to see the intensity of meetings, what it's like. I think Joey Logano had talked to at one point was, you got to be a husband, a father, and a race car driver all at the same time. And to be great, it takes every ounce of your body to be as good as you can be. So it's like, you're stressful, or you're, you're, your life is stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going through it every single week. And getting insight in that, I think that there's people who not that they're casual fans, but are going to watch it and say, man, I never realized that it was this intense. Like, there's things I'm probably going to see, and it's like, man, I never realized that these are some of the things that go through people's heads. Or And then, then you get word-of-mouth spreads, and, you know, people love the series. A lot of people have Netflix. It's like, hey, you want something to watch on Netflix? Go check this out. Right. You know, it's very entertaining, and it's something that maybe you'd be willing to get into.
1: Well, that's I mean, the thing. I, if, if you're, that's, that's the point If of it. you're a NASCAR fan, chances are you're a motorsport fan. It's one of those things where it You're already invested. It crosses over. You you like you like watching cars and vehicles and and just, you know, pieces of machinery with engine and wheels going fast and pushed to the limits. I mean I I texted you one of the first days I was in Nashville. This was the coolest thing ever. They're getting ready for the Music City Grand Prix, the IndyCar Series is up there this weekend. And they were setting up the walls and the fences and it just so happened as as I was driving down Broadway. We we took a turn off one of those side streets and we ended up on the Grand Prix on the track. <laughs> like I'm driving, and I'm like that's that's not the regular bridge. These these aren't regular walls, and I realize the fences go up and they curl up and over. Like whoa, like world. holy crap! I'm on the track! I'm on the track! And then I look up in the turn and there are bleachers up there, and, and <laughs> my, I look over to my wife Erin, and, and she's you know rolling her eyes. She's like, "What are you freaking out about?" I'm like, this- "I'm an IndyCar Car driver right now." <laughs> She's like, you're driving a 2011 Silverado with almost 200 thousand miles on it. Get us on the interstate and get us back to the hotel. It might as well be an open wheel (laughs) truck because that's what
0: we're doing. That's awesome. Well, that's a good point. Is that if you're really into racing, you, you you pretty much follow a little bit of everything. You know, you've got if you like NASCAR, great. If you like F1, great. But if you're a if you're into it as much as you and I are, at least. We love NASCAR, but we watch F one, we, we we watch IndyCar, you know, we enjoy the Indianapolis five hundred. It's not like we are stuck on NASCAR and there's nothing else that we watch. I mean, shoot we we go to Five Flags and watch all the races that goes on. I mean there's you know, there's so many things that we if you're a racing fan, as you said, you're you're if you can get your eyeballs on something, you're you're basically watching. I watched the stupid I watched the Arca race and I loved it because it's racing, you know. I go. I like racing, whether it's top level, whether it's bottom level.
1: Especially when your when your favorite drivers when they get invested in running a one off somewhere else. Yeah, you know, you look at the right. SRX series and and how Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney and all these other drivers came in for a one off. You know, you look at Mike Joy. He was just on uh, uh, Dale Jr.'s yeah. podcast this past week, and he was telling Dale. I think this is the first time he told Dale the the last conversation he had with Dale Sr., you know, and I I don't want to quote this word for word, but it was something along the lines of that Wednesday, he and Larry McReynolds walking down pit road and ran into Dale Sr., and it wasn't about the Daytona 500. It wasn't about the upcoming season, but it was running the 24 hours of Daytona and how much fun he had running that with Dale Jr. and how there might be more of those in the future. Yeah. So you see your favorite driver – you know, jumping into another another league, in, another series for one of those one-offs. Kyle Larson
0: or or Christopher Bell doing doing all the dirt track stuff that they do, and, and the, the Kyle,
1: snowball, the chili yeah. bowl. You know, Kyle Larson different... was doing
0: the he did a midget race at at IRP. Yes, he, he stayed he stayed after the after the road course race after he killed Ty Dillon, right? And <laughs> and, uh, and and raced in that race. So I, I that's always fun, and those guys. Well, we even talk about with NASCAR, Trackhouse is doing the 91 car. They're having uh, Kimi in at Watkins Glen, and they're planning on having other guys. I mean, Dan Ricardo is a big NASCAR fan. He enjoys it. Probably going to see him in the car at some point. If they could get Lewis Hamilton to, to, to drive in one of these stock cars. I mean, the equipment is good. You're going to get big names crossing over and crossing bridges. I think that's... I mean, Jimmy Johnson going to IndyCar. People follow Jimmy Johnson. People love Jimmy Johnson. If every now and then... Jimmy Johnson ran, he practiced on well the 500. I'm going to watch the 500 because I like the 500, but I'm cheering for Jimmy Johnson. Forget Elio Castroneves and all these other guys because they like Jimmy Johnson. Right. You know, if Kyle Bush ran in the Indy 500 or Kyle Larson or Chase Elliott, I mean, people are going to watch that more may, or be more inclined maybe because of their favorite drivers or what have you. I was you. always
1: a Tony Stewart fan in the year he did the <laughs> double. Yeah. You know, I, I was a major Tony Stewart yeah. fan that day.
0: I, absolutely. I think that there's a lot to, of good that can come from that. A docu series. It comes out. I think September first is what Thursday, September first was the first date. So if you haven't looked it up, go on YouTube and search "Race for the Championship" Nat NASCAR series or a NASCAR docu series or whatever, and, you, and you'll be able to look, uh, watch the trailer. It looks it's like radioactive, but much deeper than that. There is radioactive aspects to it, but there's a whole lot more. And I think that's what NASCAR is kind of needing, as we've talked about a couple times. But getting to the races, uh, Pocono. Man, that were that race was. I, I don't know. I it was a solid race. I would say that the the, the PJ one really improved things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had two grooves of racing essentially, which we never see at Pocono. Right. And it improved things a little bit. And then well, we'll talk about Pocono a little bit, but then going to the road course as well. The conversations come up after that race, and we'll get to that in, in a minute as well. Let's try the Oval. I mean, Denny Hamlin was all about going back to doing the Brickyard. Chris Gabehart mentioned it. Kevin Harvick said the fact that he basically called the series stupid by the fact that they, they are not running the Oval. Roger, and, Roger you know, Penske even hinted at it. Yeah. Well, I think I saw 2024 as a possibility. Next year's 20, the road 2023
1: course. is already confirmed as the the Indy road
0: course. And then they go back in 2024 maybe for a one-off?
1: Well, what what <clears> I believe what was... Insinuated what was what was said, what was what was shot around theoretically was the fact that it could be one of those where they rotate every other year. So you go in. I wouldn't
0: mind that, to be honest with you.
1: Next year it's the road course. The year after that it's the oval. Next year it's the road course. Next year it's the oval.
0: Yeah. And I'm I'm good with that. I would love to see just based on how Pocono went. I think that there's a way that that. There's not going to be as much tomfoolery as there was in that road course race. No. I, I mean, get, there was. It, it turned into a little bit of a clown show at the end.
1: Well, and we've seen that a lot of the road courses this
0: year so far. Well, that's the thing. So Jeff Gluck does that poll on Twitter. The bottom seven races were Bristol Dirt, Texas All-Star Race, and the other five are road courses, all of them, yeah. in terms of liked him or didn't like him. And you you can, the, the idiots who, there's idiots everywhere on social media, but I think it was a Barstool Sports was like, if, any, if, if the races are like this, I'm watching more NASCAR, and it's like, you're not a race fan, because if you're a race fan, you don't want to see accidents. You want to see good, high-level racing. If it results in an accident, so be it. But you don't want to see accidents. You can't go from 12th <laughs> to 2nd
1: <second laughs> in one turn.
0: Yeah, like Joey tried to go from 20th to 5th in that one where he went six wide, almost below the, the yeah, curb, it doesn't like an work. idiot. And then Chase got turned because Blaney got shoved up into him. And then Blaney was running top five on 40-lap or 50-lap old tires and then got just completely turned by Suarez. Yep. And then he paid the favor back. I didn't see that until yesterday. Right. He waited until after the race was done and basically just completely dumped him. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's entertaining, but it gets to the point with road courses, especially like we saw this past weekend, where it turns into a wreck fest. And it's not, it's not racing. No. And, and that's, it, it, there's reason to, you know, ask yourself, do we really, and this is the thing too, also, of course, this came up, you thought that was bad, just wait till we go to Chicago. Just yeah. wait till we go, oh, this, I, 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 see, and I, I know, I know you don't like it cause I hate to be negative, but can you, a street course, Indy is not a street course. It's a road course. There's runoffs and everything. Street course, there's not really runoffs. It's going to be... There's going to be an accident on lap three, and it's going to... There's going to be 25 cars yeah, that are not able wider.
1: to... Yeah, it's wider. It's way wider.
0: Yeah, but on turns, you're not... It, it funnels down quickly. It's going to... I, there's there's going to be an accident that, that, that destroys half well, the field. Well, of
1: course, there's going to be an accident because you've got <clears> throat>
0: 38 throat> guys
1: that are, that are going for...
0: I know, but there, there, we're, there's going to be an accident on lap five, and a 38 field race is going to go from 38 to 18... Because nobody knows how to keep their cool and they want to send it into a corner and play NASCAR Heat and be that, and be that guy <laughs> and think that there's no damage. And he just sent it into the corner.
1: Well, it's what to show the simulator. So, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: then, see, and that, that, that's where road courses are nice, but that question that we, that we played being asked to Kyle Bush is do you think we're doing too many road courses? I think it actually, maybe a valid question. You know, stock cars aren't not that they're not meant for road courses, but they're not they're, they're, certain road courses run well, like Sonoma, there's not going to be an accident going into that. There's sometimes accidents going into that first turn, but it's nothing where there's a massive pile up. Right. You might a guy might get turned and everybody slows down, but it's not a, it's not a it's not it's not a clown show. Watkins Glen can turn into that a little bit because you've got the the 90 degree turn at 1 but people know that track enough that they're not going to be idiots i think road america same sort of deal nobody's getting dumped that's not a wreck fest i, I, oh, I was going to say
1: and with road america it's 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 kind of like sonoma you know you have it's it's long flowing turns
0: the roval is for the most part uh, it's for the most part okay but that first turn is pretty that that
1: first turn is pretty and tough. when when you come back up onto the speedway going in going into turns
0: the chicane, there, yeah.
1: Well, not even not even the chicane, because you have the two chicanes, but when they actually come back up onto the track from the infield. Oh,
0: right, right, so right. So there's
1: there's four spots that are that are total crap shows.
0: Coda, I think, is actually Coda is a is a good track. You know, yeah. there's flowing turns that that fits well. It's a it's a road course that is designed like the Roval is is like IMSA type of stuff. Right. Daytona road course is IMSA type of racing. The Indy road is F1, or IMSA type of racing, where IMSA, speaking of which, is going to be there. Yep. It's not meant for stock cars. So that's where I think it's hard when watching these races and you see the fans. I, 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 based on what we've seen previously, road cor- it's like people lose their cool or they don't know how to race or all of a sudden they, they just there's a, a switch that's flipped and a guy's like, I've got to win and I'm going to send it in whether I want to or not from 15th because I've got to win the race and that might be my best chance. Which, at that point, I, I don't know it does. And then Chastain I thought that was hilarious, where we were watching the restart, and I was watching the restart, Bree, Bree was at work, and I just see a car just go. And it's like they weren't even slowing down. Like Chastain, I think, saw that it was going to be a pile up and said, "You know what? I'm just going full send into this <laughs> uh, into this runoff, and I'm going to run out right right off track." Exposed NASCAR's rules a little bit. In the process, I actually don't know if he should have been penalized because it's NASCAR's bad rule or the bad runoff. And it's like, man, maybe, maybe you should have thought better of this runoff area.
1: You don't want them to go there. Put rumble strips. They won't go there.
0: And if they have to, they have like F1. I don't know if they have this in NASCAR, but in F1, there's a runoff area where you. I think it's in, might be in Italy, where you could run through the runoff area and be right back on the track. But you have to weave around like these walls in order to get back there. Put that in there. Yeah. Like Stop you, and go. Like you, like that you ain't
1: Military installation. Yeah.
0: Stop and go. In and if you gotta weave through this, and you're going turtle to, walls. you're going to be last. Yeah. Coming out of there. Instead of Ross, I, I will say this: It was really entertaining when he came back on the track and sent it in, into that little uh, Z turn and was drifting on the turtles. I thought that was pretty awesome. But also, if he wrecked Tyler Reddick. And then it was determined at the end of the race, like it was, that Rosh Chastain was disqualified. How bad does that look on NASCAR? Because there's no way that they should have taken two or three laps or whatever it was to determine, yeah, he didn't belong there. Right. At that point, you say, hey, Rosh, you got to come down pit road because you didn't properly do this.
1: Yeah, they've, they've got to. And I don't know if there's a, a, a good it, answer for this either.
0: I'm glad that Reddick won, though, because. He, How awkward he
1: was, does that make things at RCR?
0: They were talking... Did you-, Did you see Richard Childress's comment? No. Afterwards. In regards to... He was asked about uh, Kevin Harvick uh, and-, and the situation there because, you know, in- kind of comparing, uh, you know, Kevin Harvick left RCR to go to uh, Stuart Haas. hmm But I-, I... I thought that... Oh, goodness. What? Let me see his... I want to see his comments. I can't pull it up for some reason because it's not... It's coming up with Austin Hill. Who is going to make his debut?
1: 33 car coming back.
0: Um, That's an old article. Gosh, where was it? Essentially, he said, though, uh, the Kevin Harvick thing was designed. they, They knew it was happening, and they came out together, and they announced the statement together. He was like, this was not the same. No, and he left, it, he left it at that Like he, he said this is not the same period walked off and was done talking so I think he's still pretty pissed off at Tyler Reddick if he wins a championship though what happens because the way that he inferred it is we were racing for a championship with Kevin Harvick and this is what we wanted are you not now racing for a championship with Tyler Reddick who's maybe the hottest driver right now outside of Chase Elliott Chase Elliott also he got screwed over he'd had 7 straight top 2's he's been the guy yeah, the most consi- outside of track house, Chase Elliott has been the most consistent driver. Well, we knew that was only a matter year. of time. I thought that Kyle Larson would be there as well, but he has really had issues. Yeah, yes. And I don't know if it's mentally, because it, I, I don't know if it's mentally or just you know the cars aren't there. But I will say I'm very happy that he's health, that he's okay because oh, well,
1: it's because Kyle Larson can, has kids.
0: Can you imagine <laughs> if Ty Dillon wasn't there? By the way. And he got, and he had no brakes going 150 miles an hour into those walls. He probably would have had a Kyle Busch scenario where he breaks his legs. or may, I, yeah. I don't even want to know. But, and I'm glad that Kyle Larson had the presence of mind as well. Instead of going head on to him to, to just whip his wheel and turn. Yeah. And try to at least absorb some of the contact. That was a nasty hit, though. Yeah, it was. Because when you slow it down, it doesn't do it justice. They showed one camera where they're coming into turn one like this and you're looking at Ty Dillon just turning out of nowhere, a guy just comes across, and it, it was it was pretty nasty. But Kyle Larson was three laps down at that time. So it, what's going on here? I mean, it's... Because we, we had talked about Kyle Larson maybe in being due, but he hasn't been able to really answer the call since... And he's only got one win. I mean he really he only has 8 eight uh playoff points I think. Mhm. Yeah, so I he, mean he hasn't been there at all. He he's like 7th or 8th right now, maybe even lower than that on on the driver standings right now in terms of the playoffs. I I don't know. I and, and I'm not saying that he's not going to win the championship now, but you need to get some good momentum I think going into the playoffs, which he hasn't had anything. Ryan Blaney's done a really good job of getting points. Trix Junior's been okay in pedestrian, but we're at the point now where how many more races do we have? Five? I believe five, yeah. Is it must win for Ryan Blaney? Do, do you still think it's must win? Because we still have Watkins Glen. We still have Daytona.
1: You have two drivers. Yeah,
0: there, there's two open slots. Do you think it's must win for Blaney and Harvick? Or do you think, I think they can point themselves One, in.
1: What I believe 100%. Because <laughs> if you look at it, you have Michigan. You have Richmond. You have Watkins Glen. You have Watkins Glen, which is one of those. And Daytona. Yeah. Those,
0: those, those are the two tracks that are left where I would say you definitely could see a new winner.
1: Sorry, that's one, two, three, four, four races left okay. in the regular season.
0: I think they're able to point themselves in. Trex Jr. has to win, though. I, I, I think he's yeah, but in it. If,
1: if you have two other winners... You, know, uh, you, I, have more, I, you have four I know. races to get two winners. I know. If, if one of those two winners is not Ryan Blaney, guess who's not in the playoffs? I know, I know it's Ryan Blaney. But, but I think that out of... Who currently sits, but, <laughs> even in the playoff standings, Ryan Blaney, uh, well, in the playoff standings, I guess. Points-wise,
0: he's like second, isn't he? But playoff-wise, he's Yeah, Ryan Blaney 14th. Is, is second. Or, uh, he, he's 15th in playoff points because he has got more total points than Turex Jr. Just. No, is, in,
1: in the playoffs, without a win, he's fifth. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Okay, well, if you put... See, this all, a,
1: all a win does is guarantee you in that top 16.
0: So so if Ryan Blaney... So say he points his way in. He'll he'll be fifth in the points, stand. He'll be fifth going yeah. in. This, this is where I... This is where I really would love to see consistency get rewarded right. in he some should, way.
1: He should be 15th. All of your winning that, drivers. That's where
0: NBC's got him and Harvick. They basically put those guys at 15th and 16th because they don't have wins.
1: Because they're locked in. Right. Yes.
0: Yeah. Th- 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 that is the case. But. Based on
1: points and points alone. He's He's second. sitting at, at. Well, sorry. In,
0: in total points. If in, were, total,
1: in total points, he's at, he's at second. But fifth
0: in, if he were to go off points for the playoffs.
1: Points and and stage stage points.
0: Okay. Michigan one, one guy to watch at Michigan and we'll, we'll get into our picks a little bit later in our, our fantasy picks too I think Eric Jones might be a guy to watch because Petty GMS has done they, they did well uh, outside of Ty Dillon getting smacked they, they, they were doing well they had both guys in the top 10 Eric Jones has consistently been good at Michigan he's got a win there he's been running well just signed that extension I think he's a name to watch there but he's also a name to watch at Daytona. You've got, obviously, the other ones, too. Chris Busher will be a name to watch. Ryan Blaney's good enough at Daytona, though. So is Truex Jr. I mean, he's almost won the Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. But I think they'll be okay there. I think Watkins Glen is the track, though, for Blaney and Truex, where especially if you have, say we, say Eric Jones or somebody hasn't who hasn't won yet wins at Michigan or Richmond. Watkins Glen, I think, is must-win 100% for either of those guys. Well, and, and You're, you're calling, going for the win.
1: Going back to that, speaking of Watkins Glen, what happens if Michael uh, Michael McDowell?
0: Yeah, that's another name.
1: Your your last two races are, are solid tracks for McDowell. You go hit Watkins Glen, which he's been doing really good at the road courses.
0: And then Day- Daytona. And then you go to the- Daytona. Brad Keselowski? At Daytona? <laughs> In our, in RFK, and Michigan. In RFK was fast at Daytona earlier this year.
1: And Michigan.
0: I don't know about Lask-
1: that. Nah, Lasky, nah, I know, but it, has done talking, well
0: over the years at Michigan. I know, but we're talking equipment. He's done well at a lot of the tracks that they've been to, but he's just, they haven't had the equipment. That, that's why I think Michigan, uh, it's,
1: it's there, there's kinda, no doubt about it, though, that Daytona is going to be the, it's kinda, it's kinda like It's kind of like the Jocko Taco. You didn't. You didn't know you ate your last Choco Taco until the Choco Taco was announced that they weren't making the Choco Taco anymore. It's like as a kid, you didn't realize you were playing with your best friend for the last time until they were no longer your best friend. Yeah, and all of a sudden, Brad Keselowski ends up in Victory Lane one day,
0: and you and you realize why didn't I
1: put him in my fantasy? Yes, because he's unwell at Michigan. (laughs) He's he's done well at Daytona.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: He's he's done well at Watkins Glen. Think about some of those battles where it's come down to the last lap. Yeah. That the, the old two car with Keslowski on the the side panel has has been right there in the mix. Keslowski could win three of these last four races. As crazy as that sounds,
0: yeah, you're right.
1: I, I... it's NASCAR, man.
0: It is must-win, yeah. Okay, so speaking of which, we're going to Michigan.
1: <clears throat> I love playing Michigan in the, the video game.
0: I, lo- I love it, too.
1: I have a notebook. I have the perfect pit setup. I, lo- I, I love could, that track. I could, be running, I could be running 2.12 at Michigan, drop down to like 2.04 in the, the turns, never even touch the break.
0: Running a dude. 204 in the corners? Yes. How fast your laps?
1: Oh, my gosh, dude. They were, they were stupid. I had... And, and this was a pit are, setup. Are,
0: are you in the 30s? <laughs> the,
1: this was a pit <laughs> setup. This wasn't even like a a, a garage setup. This is a... This is a you go on an online lobby. You yeah. Go, you go in there. You're racing some people. You hope you get a pit stop. <laughs> you make a couple adjustments to your springs, your tire pressures. And you go. You run that beast. You got people yelling at you because you got, uh, <laughs> screw
0: off racer four, four, five, seven, zero. You know, they're calling you by your gamer tag. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay. So fantasy. And then we're going to get into one, one more thing regarding Kyle Bush in this, in this ride situation, which is really interesting.
1: You and Jeremy had a rough week.
0: Well, no, you know, you, you know why we had a rough week? Because Chase Elliott got spun and Ryan Blaney got spun. And Kyle Bush was also involved in that big melee at the end. All all of my drivers got, got spun out. Look look hey <laughs> You know why? You know why I'm just, I'm just glad I'm able to do that no, this week. <laughs> you know why it doesn't matter? You know why I'm not complaining? Because I am one point away from taking the lead in the in the standings
1: is it that close? I
0: am. I, out, I outpointed. I outpointed Jeremy by thirty eight. I was down to thirty nine. I told it. I've been telling. I've been telling everybody it's a matter of time. I am one point out of taking the lead, and I only got one usage of Chase Elliott left. Do you? Yeah, because no, I've ran him the last two weeks because I'm like Chase is the hottest driver right now in NASCAR. I said, I'm running him. I've got one usage left, and that is for Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen only. I was going to use him at Michigan. I'm not. I was going to use Kyle Larson too, but that ain't happening at this rate. <laughs> We're getting to the lineup in a minute, but right now the standings sit. Jeremy's at 33802. I'm at 3801. You're at 3658. Bowtie's at 3606. After Bow- Bowtie won because he didn't have Ryan Blaney in his lineup, we all got hosed. Christopher Bell got, got in that accident because he blew his tire, and everybody had him in the lineup besides Jeremy. Yep. I mean, there was there an was accident. I, I was so annoyed because. With like ten to go, I got you by three points. <laughs> with ten to go, I think I—I I kid you not—I think I had like two hundred and forty points. With like ten to go, at the end I had ended up with was, like one hundred and sixty. That would have been
1: like three straight hot weeks for you.
0: I, I know it's, it's incredible. I I, it's, of course it's great. You,
1: you also go in. Hang on, I'm I'm about to expose one of your secrets here. You go in after qualifying.
0: I basically do. And you, I basically you pick, make the lineup after qualifying. You yeah. pick.
1: You pick five yeah. of like the top seven qualifying
0: yes. drivers. Is that not a good strategy? I, I tell that's why I say every week on the podcast, I might as well not even pick my lineup because based on qualifying, it, it, it most of the time it changes. I've got my drivers who I keep, like Chase, obviously I was keeping. Tyler Reddick, I had in my lineup. Um, we didn't do a podcast last week, so I was able to set the thing. <clears throat> but look, I, I had Tyler Reddick in my garage because I was. Kyle Bush, the reason, see what I did? I had Tyler Rick. I, I based everything off stage points. Because you know how these road courses have worked is everybody's pitting before the stages. Yeah. That I got screwed last time I rode America because none of my drivers had stage points, and I did terrible.
1: Okay.
0: So I was like, you know what? I, Kyle Bush had all the stage points. I'm taking Kyle over Reddick, Because Reddick didn't have, he had one st- He had, he got one stage point or something like that. But he, he was dominant, but he didn't get any stage points. I was like, you know what? I'm taking the risk. And I'm taking Kyle Bush. And obviously a mistake was made there, but... Look, I'm only one point out of taking the lead in the standings. I'm fine. I'm okay. I got one usage up with Chase, that's it. But you know what? I'm sitting okay. So with that being said, our roster this week. You've got guys that are good at Michigan. I mentioned one being Eric Jones. This lineup is, it's not going to be, it's not different for me, but it is in a way. I'm going Byron, who's been really good at these two-mile tracks. Auto Club, he's been good. I attempted to take Bowman, but you can't rely on Alex Bowman to finish a race. Byron, Jones, Daniel Suarez, Bubba Wallace, Ryan Blaney, and Tyler Reddick are my lineup. I'm probably going to change that Bubba Wallace pick.
1: Look at you get on the Tyler Reddick bandwagon.
0: I've got him in my—I have seven usages with him left. I might as well run him the rest of the races. I only have two. <clears throat> I'm, I'm yeah. putting him at Watkins Glen, <laughs> and I'm putting him at Daytona. This is the thing. The, the, if you're in the playoffs, you can go balls to the wall if you want to right. and try to win at Daytona. At this point. Like, Tyler Reddick can go full send into whatever he wants to do. That's the same thing with Ross Chastain. Who, by the way, that's what we didn't get into. Let, let, <laughs> let, let, I knew there was something from and I was like, what am I forgetting? We'll talk about that in a minute. Like, uh, yeah,
1: Ross Chastain still finished higher than Denny Hamlin?
0: <laughs> yes. Who, who is your lineup?
1: All right. Uh, I still have two usages of Chase Elliott. So... Chases Chase ahead. Elliott is my number one pick this week. Chase Elliott is going to take me to the promised land. Okay. I got Suarez in there as well. He did really good at Auto Club, and so it's it's a shoe-in for Michigan. Yeah. Kyle Busch. I feel like I got to. That may be one he's of the change due. drivers. He's due. But he's in there. Told you, Kislowski, he's done well here. I've still got seven usages, Kieslowski. I'm sure a lot of people have usages, Kieslowski.
0: Yeah, I have a lot, too.
1: We're going to run Kieslowski, and I got uh, one of my two usages with Redick. I think I'm, I'm right in line with you. He's going in there at, uh, at Watkins Glen as well. And then Christopher Bell sits in my garage for the time being.
0: Eric Jones, we'll see how line goes, Yeah, as I always say. But I, I think I might keep Eric Jones in there and just have him as my garage guy because—
1: Well, that's, a, that's it, the thing. That's the difference. Majority of my lineup will stay the same. Your lineup will be completely different come Sunday. Which is
0: probably—well, no, no, hang on. I am picking, for sure, Tyler Reddick, Daniel Suarez, and William Byron.
1: Three of the here six drivers. Gotcha. I am
0: for sure picking them.
1: Fifty percent of your line will be completely different come Sunday.
0: Blaney, I think I'm going to keep him in there. I think I'm going to keep it Jones as well. Bubba Wallace is the guy where he's been running really good. He got a top five at Road Course, which has never happened in his career. We had three I rookies. Wish, I
1: wish you would do an alternate lineup just to see which one does. <laughs>
0: oh, it does better. This,
1: this is my podcast lineup, and this is my race <laughs> day is, lineup. This is the one I
0: decided. <laughs> Uh, so the matchups this week, Denny Hamlin and Tyler Reddick. I'm picking Tyler Reddick. Give me Reddick all day. Plus 100, plus 100 in the eye. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ryan Blaney and Wayne Byron. I'm taking Byron. Give me Blaney. To get a better finish. Uh, um, Kevin cause, Harvick. Cause
1: Blaney needs it. Kevin Man, Harvick has to have the have win.
0: Which is why I'm picking him, I think, in my lineup. Uh, Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano. I'm taking Joey.
1: <sighs> yeah, I think, Le- I think Logano does, does better here. He's, even could... though,
0: again. He's, he's had moments where he's been bad. Yeah. Joey has. And Kevin's been consistent, but he's not able to—he doesn't have a car that's good enough to win. No. It's so just the way it seems to be. Then the last one, Daniel Suarez and Bubba. I'm taking Suarez.
1: I got Suarez in my lineup, so I'm sticking with my, my boy Tootsies all day. Went to Nashville. Got to <laughs> support the sponsors.
0: I'm really excited for this race in Michigan. I think if it's anything like Auto Club, this race is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yes. I wish that they bring, Chica- bring bring Chicago Lane back too. Forget the street race in Chicago. Let's bring Chicago Lane back because that race, as much as a cookie cutter as it may seem in the past, that, that that racetrack would probably be a lot of fun, right? To watch with this car. So, uh, real quick, two two more things: Kyle Busch and the contract stuff that's going on, in Denny Hamlin paying back Rosh Chastain. Is that everything? I told I, I said to myself that that's not everything. I don't even know if it's considered payback. That was what the conversation. Is did he really do anything, or did he just race him hard? I considered it a little bit of payback, but Rosh Chastain afterwards said, yeah, this is one. Uh, I probably deserve a little bit more, as I would agree, because this has happened more than once with Denny Hamlin. Yeah. I think that Denny's going to give him one more, if they happen to be around each other.
1: I, I, I definitely think so. And, and again, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that it's being taken care of now.
0: What, 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 but what if it doesn't get – what if payback number two comes in the playoffs?
1: Then, then we have a problem. Then we have really, a problem. Really? Okay. Okay. Because th- then it goes back to what we've said before, and then you have guys that are interfering you know, completely yeah. with, with the potential of moving on to the playoffs. And, and at the same time, I don't know.
0: I think it's going to happen. I want to
1: think Denny's smarter than, than not, yeah. because you, you always run the risk when you're paying a guy back that you're going to take yourself out. And if you put yourself in a position without a lock – then you, you could end up potentially not moving yourself on while paying somebody back, and you could be in one of those trouble spots.
0: I think he's going to do it at Watkins Glen. If I had to guess a track that's remaining that he'd do it, it's Watkins Glen.
1: that or Richmond? I mean, those, those are the two tracks that it has to be. Day, it, can't, it can't be D- Michigan. Daytona, too, I
0: think, is too dangerous to, to do something like that. So
1: is Michigan. Yeah. Michi- Michigan's just too big and too wide, and you, you'll you, run the entire Michigan race and have one caution flag.
0: While everybody's going 205 miles an hour going into the corners.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, there's just, the, the he, cars are so spaced out, they're not, they're not running like a super speedway.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you're not going to have an opportunity, so you're not going to see anything. Ross Chastain <laughs> might be a great pick this weekend, too, because there's not going to be the payback.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I'd, <laughs> I said I wouldn't take him, but he's car, his car's been really good. I said I wouldn't take him again. Right. And I've attempted to, to not. But anyways, uh, jumping to Kyle Bush real quick to wrap up the podcast. So based on what he said, he's had, quote, a lot of sleepless nights. And he says, if I don't have a ride, I'm basically screwed. So we're at the point now where over the course of the weekend at Indy, I don't know if you did, were you able to watch the whole race? So uh, it came up a couple of times where they were talking about Kyle Busch and just the way that he's been answering questions in interviews before it was kind of contentious. Now he seems to be more... Not understanding of everything, but he seems to be a little bit more laid back and willing to answer questions. Maybe something's going well. It doesn't seem that way, and I would like to think that not to say that Ty Gibbs is going to be the guy to replace him, but- did, given the fact that Ty Gibbs has kind of got a couple of runs with Kerpus being out, which some i there's no way that this is is nothing is anything but just perfect timing to, to get to, to get Ty Gibbs in, a, in this car, because there's no way that they would sit Kurt out on purpose. No. Uh, I don't think that would happen. But he's run okay, and I don't know if he's going to get cleared this week. You would think that Kurt would after two weeks of being out, but you never know. He'll have run at Watkins Glen, he'll have run at Pocono, and then at Michigan. I mean, that's as three different attracts as you're going to find. No doubt. So it, it would be good experience again, but... If Kyle Busch is gone, Kevin Harvick said, I, would love, I wouldn't mind having him as a teammate. He was asked about it and said, yeah, I wouldn't mind him coming to the Stuart Haas Racing Team. Which is interesting hearing Kevin say that. But for the fact that Kyle Busch has a lot of sleepless nights, it seems like there actually is some genuine concern. Hey, we're four races away from the playoffs, and I still don't have anything for next year. I don't want to be caught up where I've got to go join uh, JTG Doherty Racing because that ain't <laughs> happening.
1: You, you, don't, you don't see him in the, the Spire Motorsports?
0: 77 car? No, I do not.
1: <laughs> At least there'll be a picture up there on the, the Fantasy Live if he was. That,
0: Stack and Penny's podcast with Corey Lejoy and Kyle Busch. I mean, <laughs> it's, a, it's a new business opportunity.
1: No, I, I genuinely think deep down inside, Kyle doesn't want to go anywhere else. But Kyle also knows the value. Kyle, Kyle also knows what he brings to the table.
0: Well, he even and this also in the article, says he would take less money less than his value to go somewhere and race. So he wants to race. It's not a matter of, you know, I, I, I'm sticking to who I am and this is what I want and I'm not going to do anything else. He wants to race, point blank and period. I, I have no idea. I, if I had to predict, I don't know if I can make a prediction. If you had a gun to my head, I would probably say Gibbs is going to get it done. But there there's, there's not a lot of confidence in saying that. Uh, there's, no, there's no seats open either for this year. I, I mean, there's really not. I mean, Almirola, maybe if he actually does, does retire, that's it. In terms of big racing teams. Because right. Hend- Hendrick's not going to go after. I, I don't think. I don't really remember exactly what happened. Hendrick b- between, have any spots. Well, I don't remember what happened between Hendrick and, and, and Kyle. I don't think Kyle wants to go back there. No. As much as uh, Hendrick would maybe be willing to have him there. I don't think Kyle wants to do that. The only option I would say, big racing team wise, would be Penske, Gibbs, or Stewart Haas. But Penske's already taken.
1: Yeah, Penske's filled. Well, unless they added a fourth car.
0: Yeah, maybe. That would be surprising, I would say. Are there such things as driver trades, though?
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know if that ever would happen. Now, these, these contracts are too. Convoluted with Gibbs
0: trades, uh, gives and, trades, and, and
1: if if it if it were to be a trade, I, I I can only imagine it would have to be within manufacturers
0: or across manufacturers, though is what I'm thinking. Because here 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 it is, if you're so Toyota right now is with Kyle Kyle Busch's Toyota, Gibbs says, hey Roger, we'll trade Kyle Bush to your team, we get Austin Sindrick, and we get. Uh, your top Xfinity driver, who's a Ford? They're, they're coming over to, the, to a TRD.
1: I don't think the manufacturers would go for that. There's, there's, too, there's way too much money. There's too much contracts. There's too much I don't underlying think, I don't, stuff well, that would and, allow that.
0: And I don't think Gibbs would want, Gibbs would want to, to do that. Uh, that's, that's where it's weird. I they, mean, I, I could see that. I don't think it that's ever happened in every other sport. I was gonna say I don't think that's ever happened where we've got a trade like that though. Trades tr- 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 don't. Yeah, trades don't happen. No. That would be really interesting. Can you imagine if we had like trades in, in the middle of the season? That would, that would be stupid to, to me. It have it'd have to be off season only.
1: Because well, like I said, then you have driver sponsorships, team I, yeah. sponsorships. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. It's just not gonna happen. No. The fact that they can't get a deal done for Kyle Busch either is crazy to me. Nobody wants to sponsor him? Is that is that the deal? Because it seems like it's just sponsorship. Like, it, can Gibbs not... There's nobody that wants to jump in with Gibbs. There's nobody? Nobody. I find that hard to believe. They, 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 they got, got, they they got, got some crappy sales. I, I, I don't understand that. <laughs> or is it, I don't want to sponsor Kyle Busch's car. But why would that happen too? Because Kyle Busch is a champion. I, I don't... I don't get that either.
1: He's a champion. He's up there. He finishes races. Yeah, I, I don't
0: understand he why gets it into
1: victory lane.
0: I don't get a why out of all the drivers in NASCAR, Kyle Busch is having a problem. It make, it would make sense if Corey LeJoy had an issue getting sponsorship, or if Cody Ware had an issue getting sponsorship. Like that makes some sense. How can Kyle Busch not get sponsorship?
1: Well, it's it, also it's also the price. Yeah, that seems you're too... you're buying you're buying a. a uh, a LaJoy sponsorship versus a, a yeah. Kyle Busch sponsorship.
0: Maybe Gibbs needs to lower their price <clears throat> well, to get more sponsors. There's a possibility.
1: I, I don't know. Some money is better than no money. Is that what you're saying?
0: Oh, some money's better than no money. If you're Gibbs, though, you have the right to say, look, I'm Joe Gibbs. Like This is a... Kyle Bush said just this:
1: try, "Just trying to put cars in the field."
0: Kyle Bush said this quote: "I don't think money has ever been the objective or been the issue. I obviously I know what the sports landscape is. I know what's happening. The talk from my side was that I know there need to be concessions made and to race for under my market value, and I've accepted that and told everybody that. And just trying to see where all that lie or that, where, where that all lies. I, I mean, according to options, uh, as far as options, he said." I mean, anything's on the table. We're talking 23 options. We're talking 24 options. We're talking long-term, everybody and everything. So the whiteboard's quite full. So, I mean, it seems like Kyle Busch wants to race, and if he goes back to Hendrick, or if he goes to Childress, or if he goes to Stuart Haas, I, I'm racing. I'm, we're, we're, we're doing something. Yeah. What happens if uh, that one not happen? 23-11 added the third car, but Kurt's don't, gone. Kyle comes in, and they have Redick, Bubba, and Kyle Busch. At twenty three eleven, and Ty Gibbs, Trex Jr. It's still, a, it's still. A you're Joe still Gibbs associated talk. with Gibbs. I don't think that's the thing. I don't think Kalbush has any resentment towards Gibbs. It's just the fact that nothing can get done, and I don't know if it's Joe Gibbs' fault necessarily, or I mean, if it is, then I don't think Kalbush wants to be associated with the team. I don't think he wants to leave. Though, like you said, I, I feel like there's. It's a weird situation. Like how there's, can you,
1: there's so many unknowns, and that's where.
0: I wish more stuff was disclosed. That's where, that's, where where I,
1: that's where I hate being what I am, what we are in the media, you know. We, and I'm, I'm trying not to speculate as, as much because we just don't know.
0: Yeah, we, we, there's, no, there's no disclosure with what, how this stuff works either. Like with We understand how the NFL stuff works. We understand how all this, the off-season stuff kind of goes. We, the ins and outs of contracts, we really don't get all that information, I don't think. no. It's just not—it's not been an important thing to really cover or focus on or be told anything right. regarding that. I don't know if there's anything you can speculate. Like you said, I mean, for now he's for now he's racing with Joe Gibbs, and he is until I guess further notice. I guess or until then until the end of the season, and then we'll go from there.
1: We'll see him in an 18 car this weekend in, in Michigan.
0: <laughs> and you're picking him in your lineup, so there we go. Yeah, I it's just really, it's really fascinating all of this, oh, but yeah, Kevin Harvick said, uh, "Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I hired Kyle Busch today." He said, uh, "In other words, uh, hey, Gene and Tony, Almeral <laughs> is gone. Cole Custer stinks. Can we please get Kyle Busch in here? Yeah, but Kyle Busch doesn't want to drive for a team that he can't contend with. I don't think either. As much as he'll be, he'd be willing to sign for less." He wants to win races. He's not just going to race a car. To, to, he's not just going to drive a car to drive a car, I don't think.
1: See, and that's, that's the other thing. Do you think it is the fact that Stuart Haas can't contend? Or is it just the, the personnel that they have? I
0: think it's more...
1: Not to discredit Kevin Harvick, I think but... It's
0: a, I think it's a mix of both, but it's more the personnel than it is the car. Because Kevin Harvick's run relatively well. Amarola's actually done... He was doing pretty well in the beginning of the year. He just couldn't win. Right. Cole Custer has been bad all year long. Chase Briscoe has really been pedestrian outside of that win in that Phoenix. I think it's, def- it's more personnel, I would say, than-, than car. Yeah. But it also is, I think, some car. Is that, that, is, that is a championship team. I think it is some car more than person as well. <clears throat> but I, I, there, there's no doubt about it that Kevin Harvick has won a championship. And don't
1: Cole- get me wrong. It was a Tony Stewart swagger, but it is a championship yes.
0: team. yes. I think that he. I think he absolutely. Custer is twenty sixth in points. Br- Briscoe is six. Briscoe sixteenth. Amaral is thirteenth. And this is points. Yeah. Kevin Harvick is tenth. I mean twenty sixth. Cole Custer, you ain't cutting it, dude. Mm-mm. Like there was an excuse the past two years because we didn't have any practice and all that stuff. But he's twenty sixth in points. Good grief. If we go. I really want to look at the standings now in just comparison. So, if we go based on... This is not... If we go based on points, points alone, okay. ahead of Cole Custer, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Chris Busher, Justin Haley, Austin Dillon, who's had a bad year, Bubba Wallace, Danny Hamlin, Kurt Busch, Eric Jones. I, I mean, he's not... He's eight points ahead of Michael McDowell. He's only fifteen points ahead of Todd of Harrison Burton. I mean, good. It's not like I mean, it's bad. Mm -hmm. As far as playoff points go, it's basically the the exact same way. He's twenty fifth in points, in playoff point standings.
1: And we're not just talking like close. We're (laughs) talking back there. Oh yeah, like two hundred eighty seven points back there.
0: Yeah. He is 10 spots away from the playoffs. And he hasn't touched a win. He has two top 10s all season. Two. Michael McDowell has nine top 10s. Harrison Burton has two top 10s. Brad Keselowski has three top 10s. And those guys are all people who are behind him in, in terms of points. Like he's, just not been, he's not good. So if there's a guy to replace, 100% would be Cole Custer. Yeah, Kevin Harvick, you got Kyle Busch. I mean, I don't know. If I was also Stuart Haas, I'd be looking at the Xfinity series like, oh, yeah, this isn't working out with Cole Custer. I mean, Ford doesn't have that many people, though, who are, well, like at you, least to like my knowledge, who are spectacular. Like
1: you've said in previous podcasts, though. Yeah, does it matter? Is the brand loyalty there uh, anymore?
0: I think it is in a way, but I, 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 I don't think it's not nearly as big of a deal as it was 10 years ago manufacturer stuff. I I don't, I don't they you know you've got TRD, you've got Ford. I mean, the same thing happens in F1. You've got your McLaren driver academy, you got your Red Bull academy, you've got your Mercedes, you got your Ferrari, but guys move across all the time. I mean, if there's a drive, there if there's an offer, there's an offer. Like you obviously are all in on that team, but and a lot of the guys come up through the ranks of those of those teams to get there, but if you're Kyle Bush and you can go to Ford, you're going to Ford. Right. If that if that if that's the best option on the table. If you're just an Allgaier and you're wanting to get back into the cup series, then and Ford Stuart Haas is like, hey man, you want to come over to Ford to, to replace Amarola, Allgaier might be like, Yeah, I want to get back in I want it's to get back into heartbeat. into that. I think that that'll be interesting to find out too, because we're if we look at manufacturers real quick. The Xfinity standings. The highest ranked Ford is Riley Herbst in ninth. Then it's Ryan Seek. There's barely any Fords who are in the Xfinity series anyway that are are legit. A.J. Allmendinger. Would Stuart Haas be willing to go as far as to say, hey, A.J., you want to come and race for us full time? I mean, Sam Mayer is an up-and-coming driver. He's with Chevy. Josh Berry. I I mean, I, I have no idea.
1: Ford was that bad this year in the Xfinity Series either.
0: Well, they only have two drivers. Yeah. They have two drivers who are full-time. I didn't realize there were that few Fords. It's all Chevys. It is totally, completely and totally Chevys outside of a couple of Toyotas. And that'd be Brandon Jones, Ty Gibbs, and that that's it. So, really, there's no manufacturer partnerships, I would say, in this regard. I mean, it's like whoever, you know, you come up and you, and you, and you race, I don't remember what Cole Custer was when he was driving. If he was a Chevy, he might have been a Chevy. Well, i say he was. So I don't think it's that much of a big deal. I I, I think Allgaier may be a guy that, I mean, if you're Stuart Haas and you're looking for some veteran experience, if you're looking for a, a guy like that, you get or AJ Almendinger. You're looking for a younger guy. Sam Mayer is a guy. Josh Berry is a guy that could come up, maybe. I I mean, there, there's options there. Shoot. John Hunter Nemechek, he's been driving in the Truck Series, but he's been racing with Toyota. And John John Hunter's been really good in the Truck Series. He was really good, actually, for front row when he was a rookie. But he he wanted to win races, so he jumped down. There was nothing available. For Stuart Haas, you want a young guy? Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, we'll get John Hunter. Yeah. I mean, Haley Deegan's coming through the ranks. Eventually, she'll get to Cup, probably. She's been in that Ford Performance... Group, but I mean, there's options on the table. I would say you keep Chase Briscoe for now, but Cole Custer ain't cutting it. And you have AJ Almendinger or uh, Erica Almirola, who's on his way out. It seems mm-hmm. there's two options. Maybe you say, Hey, John Hunter, we'll give you a cup ride with this team. You can you have a chance to contend. This is what we're doing, this is what we like. Uh, we want to get a younger guy in there, and we're going to also get Kyle Bush. You got two vets and two younger guys. Again, that's how you build a program. Nothing like this is confirmed. We are completely speculating and having fun with hypotheticals, <laughs> which are great. But uh, who, who is your race winner for Michigan?
1: Long shot. Give me, give me Kislowski. Puts himself oh in gosh. the mix.
0: You, and you don't have him in your lineup or you do? Oh, I do. Okay.
1: And, and he'll still be there on Sunday, even after qualifying.
0: Even if he qualifies 25th? Yep. Oh, my gosh. No way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll All keep right. Him. I'll keep him in there. Um,
1: as long as Austin Dillon uh, stays away. So, so the you're saying
0: Brad, Kesel- Brad Keselowski wins and he steals a playoff spot. Yeah. I'm going to say...
1: Eric- it's, one of, it's one of these Moosterdamas moments.
0: I'm going to say Eric Jones wins and he steals a playoff spot. Ooh. Okay. If there's a guy who's already in the playoffs, you would say you, you would pick. who Who would you do?
1: Uh, Chase Elliott. I would, I
0: would, I would do William Byron. Those the, the Hender guys are normally really good there. Kyle Larson's been really poor there. Bowman has won there recently, but yep. he's been really inconsistent lately as well. I think Byron and Chase are going to have really good days. Either way, that's going to do it for the podcast. And thank you for listening. Next week we will recap the race at uh Michigan. Michigan. Jeez. Uh We were at Michigan. Still on vacation, buddy. And then, and then we'll look ahead.
1: Trying to get used to that non there.
0: Yes. Then we'll look ahead to next week's race, which is at... Richmond? Yes. Okay. Thank you for listening to the podcast.